Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. All right, Master Tim Hawk is back with us again as we teased last episode. If you missed it, uh, he went through all the, the benefits of meditation, and there's a bunch, and these are scientifically proven. This is not just opinion. These are facts. Anything from your health to stress to sleeping better, etc., etc. So make sure to check out that episode if you haven't. And now if you're here because you did listen to last week's episode, thanks for joining us again. First, I think it's important, as you said, to explain to everyone what meditation is, and then you're going to take us through a meditation or two. Yeah, but listen, Tim, take it easy on me because I might fall asleep through the podcast and it's not, <laughs> not going to work because sometimes when, right. you, when you put me through a, a form of meditation, you relax me so much. I, you know, I, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Well, um, all right. Meditation, basically, um, you can say it's a tool, a method or a technique that's used to internalize your mind and um, allows you to connect with your deeper self. Uh, It's different than concentration. Concentration is basically focusing awareness on any object, any subject. Uh, So you would use concentration in meditation because meditation is focusing. Basically, you could say it's concentration on the inner spiritual essence of yourself. You know, as I say, it's non-denominational, but almost all religious traditions as well as philosophy and include some form of meditation. Well, true. Meditation. Yeah, Tim, I know that, um, as we discussed, uh, prayer is true meditation. Um, yes, uh, in prayer, uh, well, even Christ, they said he went into the wilderness to pray, meditate, fast, you know. Yeah. Um, prayer is talking to God because you're asking or saying something, but meditation is listening to God, Mm. listening to that inner silence, focusing on the deep spiritual essence, whatever. So, so yes, there are two sides of the same coin. If you had a conversation with somebody, you wouldn't want to just be the only talker or talk and not have them say anything or vice versa. It's, it's a two-way street, the conversation. Hang on. So you know, Tim, you, hold, hold on. Let me just capitalize on that. That's interesting. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm glad. Yeah. I know. That hit yeah. me. I, yep, I've never really too. heard that. And I think your definition, yeah, well, I think your definition prior to that um, is textbook. But the way you described it, it in the lesson, almost like this podcast, listening to you and then returning a conversation or when Steve and I would have a conversation. So I want everybody to listen to this for a second. What Tim is basically saying is just for using prayer, for instance, you're asking um, or you're subject to feeling lost and you're requesting. But right. the the inner self then has to listen. And yes. um, that's both the two sides of the coin. If I'm having a conversation with Steve and I'm talking, but then if I'm quiet and I'm listening to what he is saying, then I'm receiving. So it's the old yin and yang concept of meditation is is to also listen and to listen quietly. Um, that's huge because sometimes I think in meditation we work so hard to get there. We concentrate and focus so hard to get there. We never listen um, and never receive. So that I yeah. think is really important to clarify the definition of meditation. Yes, it's not complete. Your conversation is not complete if you don't let the other person talk, right? right. I mean, <laughs> That's a good way. Yeah. That's a good way to to bring it home for all of us, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I know it's it it is, and it it's when I discovered that and heard it. I mean, I didn't create that saying, but I when I heard it, it 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 resonated with me too, and it's very important, you know. So how do you how do you meditate, Tim? What is your? I know if we ask you to do them all, you do different types and styles, but. 
what is your mainstay? Um, the one that brings you home, the best one that you like that you can share with everybody. Okay. Well, I have a number that I, of course I've done, I've done transcendental meditation in the past. When I was in college, I took it. I've done Kriya yoga, which is, uh, you know, I came from out of, uh, Yogananda's tradition. I've done some Christian meditation, the, um, Trappist, the Trappist monks are big in meditation and some of the ancient, uh, Catholic traditions came out of this and, you know, the monastery, the monks, there's just many different techniques and forms and they can involve, actually they can involve any of the senses that when you go in deep enough, they can be used as techniques to bring you inside to the, to the deeper inner awareness. But one of the simplest ones and the ones that uh, I've mentioned to Tim is like the, uh, the breath, because the breath is kind of a link between our body and our mind, the physical and mental. And, um, you know, we're always breathing. <laughs> so Hopefully. yeah, by following the breath, that, that is often a, uh, used in mindfulness and, different meditation techniques and it's very simple and effective yeah i know when i study uh, my tai chi it, it, uh, the, the consistency of the breath and the feeling of the breath yeah. with the moves the inner as you would say and the outer connected uh, uh puts you in a different place but one of the things tim that i have a problem with uh, now usually um what i would call meditate or pray in the morning uh when things yes. are quiet sometimes if and i know a lot of us feel this too you can't just snap your fingers and go well, i'm gonna go meditate and then you've got all this right. regurgitation and stuff going on and distractions in your mind and you go think you're going to go into a room and turn a light off and all of a sudden you're going to bring that magic home it doesn't work that way i think you have yes. to find the right place and also the right time where you can find your sense of quietness correct yes there can be many things that enhance like i said before in the, in the other talk or whatever we did, I had mentioned that it's, you know, it's something that can be done anywhere, anytime, any place. But as you're saying, there are certainly more beneficial times, more places. In the old tradition, they used to say, ideally, um, at the dusk, the turning hours between the daylight and the night and between the night and the dawn coming, those are ideal times yeah. when things there's a number of them. Also, um, uh, when you first wake up and before you go to bed, then you're kind of surrounding your day, like framing your day in a practice that's a deep meditation. Noontime, they say, oftentimes at the peak of noontime is, a, is an excellent time. Uh, but, you know, you, anytime you can do it. But as you're saying, you need a little bit of uh, time for your mind to settle down. That's part of it. And for the thought, the unruly thoughts to uh, kind of subside and this practice will will do that if, if a person can do it maybe 15 20 minutes a day regularly uh all these things will happen it will uh become easier to do and you know so it it's a practice that is well worth including in our lives for sure yeah i know to just bring up a little um something i always think about is you know two brothers are in an argument you know and instead of resolving the argument they go to the temple or to the church and you know the, the idea is that that doesn't matter at that point to resolve the argument before you find another place to find peace so i guess my point is is that you you can't have an argument with your wife and then go to meditate you you have to resolve right. all the issues that are on the external before you can go to the internal it just doesn't work that way. And I think a lot of us, too, find that we are uh, finding an artificial ways to calm down, and they're only temporary. Um, so if you can use the breath, which is natural, or like you said, the senses, which are natural, to bring you home and calm you down, there's nothing artificial about that. You're right, exactly. And in fact, one of the 
simple things that I've always, I mean, I also, you know, I've studied psychology and have degrees in that and so on. So I, um, I've studied that and I've often tell people when they're in a stressful situation, like you're saying with relationship wise or whatever, before they react or lash out or whatever, if they can take a moment and take 10 slow, deep breaths and allow their mind to calm down, they will make a very different response than if they just jump and lash out immediately in, in anger or whatever at that time. So it's very important, as you're saying, to be able to calm the mind, to let it settle uh, before making a major decision or lashing out at somebody in, in response. If we can, If we can do that, it will be an extreme help for us, you know. Well, how do you how do you meditate, Tim? What do you how can you teach us before we we end this okay. episode with you? What do you, what kind of gift can you pass on as far as instruction of meditation? Okay, a very uh, very simple meditation, and this is I believe the one that I showed you or whatever. Yeah, is to focus on the breath, um, because as I say, the link is between the body and mind is the breath, and um, so to calm the body, relax the mind. And so on. So the first step would be to sit in a comfortable place, try to sit with your back straight, your spine erect, and begin breathing slowly and deeply. And as you breathe in, picture the breath coming in through your nostrils, feel the breath coming down through the spine, all the way down to the abdomen area, which is called either the Tanchen or the Hara in Asian terms, but uh, at that point, let it circulate, let it wash around as though you're washing out, say, a, a pot or a jar or something you want to clean out. So you, you breathe in, the breath comes in and down, down to that area, let it at that point circulate around. So it's a, just a natural breath as it comes down, perhaps when it, it stops for a minute, let it circulate, wash out tensions negative thoughts, anything you want to get rid of. So you're thinking of it coming in, Think maybe you can picture it like a luminous, like clear water coming in, down the breath to that area, washing out those tensions, negative thoughts, anything you want to get rid of. And when you feel ready, exhale and let all that release, let it get out from you. And do it again then when you're ready. Slow, deep breath in, down, around that area, wash it out, tensions, negative thoughts, anything you want to get rid of, exhale them back out. As you do that, you're going to find you start to calm down. Your mind will settle. Your stress will reduce. An ideal thing would be is you could do it about, say, 25 times. You know, they don't take too long, maybe 15 minutes, maybe 10, 15 minutes, depending how long it takes you to do a natural breath. Breathe in deep, down, let it circulate around, wash it out. Then after that, Try to hang on to the feeling of peace, to that clear, purifying um, feeling that you have. And that's a simple one. That's just one meditation. If you have a religious uh, format or ritual, you can say a prayer before this, you know, but think of it positive. Think of it as coming in, clearing out tensions, anything you want to get rid of and exhaling them out. Um, and then... Do it regularly. Ideally, you could do it twice a day. That would be great. 
But if not, if you can at least do it once a day and make it a regular practice, a regular habit, I would say with, within a month, the first you're going to notice quite a, a big noticeable difference uh, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, whatever you want to say, it will definitely uh, have an effect. Do you do that with your eyes closed or eyes open? I do it with my eyes closed most of the time. You can do it with your eyes open, but with your eyes open, sometimes you can get more distracted. You see something going on out there and maybe it draws your attention away. But, you know, different traditions do practice eyes open. You can do it both ways. Uh, it depends on how it works for you. But I usually eye close them, yeah. Gotcha. I think, I think too, just to, to kind of recap that. So everybody, you, you know, you're just kind of breathing. You're taking a breath through the nose. And you're yes. processing the breath through the up, maybe through the brain, down the back, spine, into the center of your being. And you're letting it swirl around and bringing it up through the lungs and then exhaling out through your mouth, nice and slow, nice and easy. And as you're doing that, you're trying to internally cleanse yourself with thoughts, positive thoughts. Also, just like you said, like washing out a dirty pot, getting rid of the stress exactly. and feeling like everything's just kind of emptying out. I think some of the times when we make goals, we say, okay, now we've got to do this so long or we've got to slow it down or we've got to just try it. Just try a couple breaths and work into it slowly over time. Don't have a goal. And I think everybody is struggling with trying to keep all these balls that we have in the air moving and juggling them and making sure we're running from here and there and making sure that everything's done. But you got to put time aside for yourself. And I always I always believe this. And that's not to be selfish. But, you know, that when you when I mentioned this before in, in prior podcasts, when you're in a jet, if there is something that happens critical in the air, 20, 30,000 feet in the air, and all of a sudden the oxygen mass drop down, I always say, give oxygen to yourself first and then to your family so that you have the wits about you, the emotions about you, the breath about you, so that, and the awareness to be able to take care of your family. And that's where we are now. We have got to give some time to ourselves so that we can take care of others. Meditation is one of the ways that you can do that by concentrating on the breath and just giving yourself a few minutes to feel better about yourself. That's what this podcast is all about. Yes, you're right. And it's been said, if two people are in quicksand, you can't pull the other person out. You've got to get out yourself onto solid ground before you can help pull the other person out of the quicksand, you know, that's otherwise a, you both sink. That's a good, so that's a good you're, you're right. Yeah, you've got to try to get that together. And and in this technique, if you find your mind wandering away, which will probably happen in the beginning, as soon as you become aware of it, just gently bring it back to the breath. That's promoting the concentration, the ability to focus, but don't get frustrated or angry about it or whatever. Just just gently, oh, I've wandered off here, bring it back to the breath and do it for that time you're talking about and you're going to notice a difference. And just like any muscle, the more you do it, the stronger it gets in your focus and concentration. Then, then you'll go from two minutes maybe to three minutes to five minutes, right? Exactly. That's exactly right. So as I say, a simple way to start, and if people can do it, is if you can make 25 of them, you'll notice that'll be a significant amount will make a, a good difference. Well, thanks again, Tim. And again, thanks for coming on the show and giving us your gift of knowledge and all the research that you did with yourself over your time and entire life. Yeah, thank it is you, well Mr. appreciated. Glad we could share the time, all we'll of it. <laughs> we'll talk soon, Tim. Okay, you take care now. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com.
This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com.